0: Hello. What's up, girl? What happened after Tony dumped you?
1: Girl, I'm over it. I went from heartbreak to hate. Hey, 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 hey. Hi, Bob.
0: Hello, Joy. How's things? Are things proper English things?
1: Um, things are things.
0: How was your New Year?
1: A New Year was all right. I don't ever really do much. You, you mm-hmm. do more than me.
0: Oh, I do You more. do. You go
1: out in those streets, and you mm, break the, the cold, streets. and the people, and you socialize. Uh, How was all of that?
0: It was neat. Um, I saw some friends that were far from a w- from home coming back to visit. That mm-hmm. always happens. And then I made some new friends. So oh, nice. Come into the new year with four new people that I didn't have in my life before. You know me. Mm -hmm. I'm just a people pleaser. I'm out here (laughs) like a Monocles family pleaser. Wow. If you guys are listening and you don't know what Monocles is, it's a really shitty pizza that people in this area think is amazing. Yeah. And they put French dressing over it. They do. (sighs) (laughs) White people, just because it says French does not mean fancy.
1: Well, see, but they change it up, so they call it, the sweet and tangy or something. What? Oh, so is
0: it I don't they know. They try I, to
1: pretend that it's not French dressing basically. It's maybe it's
0: not French, maybe it's Catalina.
1: <laughs> isn't it I'm sure Cat- there's like one extra tiny bit of an ingredient to well, make it different.
0: Isn't Catalina just French dressing and ranch dressing mixed together? Or is it a different color? I don't
1: know because I, I know Catalina I've heard it before, but I haven't seen that in a million years, so I don't know what the hell
0: You I know, is. I'm a, I'm a honey mustard person. <laughs> I like I like honey mustard dressing. That's yeah. Not, that's about it.
1: But that's because you like the basics, and you only have room in your heart for like one sauce at a time.
0: I'm, a, I'm yeah, I'm not a sauce addict like some people.
1: <laughs> Don't look at me. I'm not a sauce <laughs> addict. I just like choices. Excuse me for oh, wanting options. Just, My do God. You wanna,
0: do you want to tell everybody in the world that you're black and you like that you like mayonnaise? Yeah, I was just
1: gonna say that we should talk about that. We went to eat lunch, and you got a burger. Um, I got a deep fried sandwich. And yes, as a matter of fact, I put mayonnaise on the bread with my ketchup because, listen, I don't, have a problem being, you know, beyond your average black person, okay? Yep, there you I can, go. I can live my best male life, thank you. So
0: you can you can go beyond yourself and what the <laughs> expectations of society oh, yeah. has put I, upon you. I can go
1: past all kinds of stereotypes. You're not ready. Good. Good. <laughs>
0: Glad to bring it up, throw it in your face, and put it out in the air for Does everyone. It, well,
1: I was going to say we might as well talk about, because I wanted to bring up Undercover Brother, <sighs> <laughs> the movie that you have not seen.
0: And you know why I won't see it.
1: I do know why you won't see it. Um, you want
0: to tell everybody why I won't see it?
1: Uh, well, you know the stereotypes of it all, the the, the foolery. I don't like but watching
0: movies which stereotypically make a person yeah a stereotype and then play into that and then have white people go and pay money to think they they can quote those movies <laughs> and then then That's have true. ideas in their head.
1: But it's a fun movie. Um. I guess maybe it's made for black people then, because it's like we feel free to just go in there and like see all the, it's just you know, it's like stereotype. like um, satire and all the black exploitation movies, right? And <clears throat> all black, mostly all black cast. They've got um, what is his name? Harris, Neil Patrick Harris, mm. is like the affirmative action hire at the black secret agency. It's amazing. Anyways, they do a training scene <laughs> with undercover brother. Where the guy tries to trick him into eating mayonnaise, he spits it out. And the guy's like, if you ever forced to eat this mayonnaise, you squeeze your watch and like hot sauce comes out of the watch and it makes it nice. edible. So
0: On Neil Patrick Harris, this mm-hmm. was before he was gay, right?
1: Yeah, I think this is before he was like really this was like right before probably, but yeah. So this
0: is basically when <laughs> no one gave a shit about Neil Patrick Harris still. Well I don't you know. You had Doogie House you yeah. had don't care, don't care, don't care, gay. <laughs> We all care now. But
1: he was... He did all about my mother before he came out, or was like How truly... How I Met Your Mother? Whatever. See, I don't fucking watch that shit. I don't that watch shit. it
0: either. <laughs> Love you, Allison Hannigan, but I can't watch that show. Sorry.
1: We're digressing. These are not... Yeah,
0: not the topics. Not
1: the topics.
0: We're doing news for Nancy.
1: News for Nancy. <laughs> so that's old news.
0: That's old news. Old
1: news. We'll, we'll bring the old in with the new. We don't give a fuck.
0: So, yeah. Um... We have a few news topics.
1: Ugh, yeah. Some. Some more mild irritants. <laughs> I love it when you just downplay it. <laughs> you know, listen, we're we're just gonna get into it because I can't. I'm like.
0: What do you have?
1: I'm I'm on fire about this whole R. Kelly thing. R. Mm-hmm. So apparently there is a six-part documentary released by Lifetime. First of all, six fucking parts to this shit. You gotta be. Okay, I'm gonna use I all mean, the words, let, I have a vocabulary. Can we go
0: back in time just Let's, a couple of years ago when they did this whole do. like, four part thing about, I think Lifetime did it too, about jean Bonnet Ramsey mm-hmm. and all these new secrets that no one knew about and then at the end of the four things you knew nothing fucking more. Anyway. Yeah,
1: that's kind of, I mean, it's, it's Lifetime, so I feel like that in and of itself tells you a lot. Right. The the fact that they're airing it. They're running out of programming, so they were like, let's make this into six pieces. Now, to be fair disclaimer, I have not seen the documentary. Mm -hmm. I would roll my eyes out of my head before I even got to the end of part one. Therefore, I will not subject myself to that. But I can speak on around it in that I... First of all, people were on there talking about R. Kelly, and if you look in the news, like people are like, a lot of people are bashing him now, but some people still stick by his side, and that's where I would like to begin my anger because
0: she sticks by him, by his side. I do
1: not stick by his <laughs> stinking ass. I've been hating R. Kelly. I've been had a no R. Kelly in the car rule for Ever. since forever since my mom was alive. So there's a lot of fucking years and. I'm not here for it. He's been a motherfucking pedophile. He's been nasty. He's been an abuser. He's been a rapist. for years. And you've all still
0: been buying his records. Right. And
1: and then people have been, had the audacity to be like, but he makes such great music. The fact that you can say but, and then say something else that's supposed, like I can't even with you. The audacity
0: and sickness of that thought, where you actually mm -hmm. say, but he makes good music. Yeah, right. I want you to think in time Mm -hmm. about good music. Because R. Kelly does not does make not. a... Me- no, no, he doesn't. He makes borderline he- church with not church topics. He wants to be sweating and crying.
1: He makes mediocre music. He
0: makes very mediocre music. He may have been a good producer. Some people are better producers than they are performers.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We'll say that. <laughs> Lady Gaga. Um, but...
1: <laughs> and that's the thing, right? It's because people aren't necessarily talking about his career, but they mean, well, he writes music or he produces don't give a good fuck. I don't give a good fuck if he can walk on water. You know what
0: else he can do? He can rape children and get away with it.
1: Right? And con them into marriages and all these other things. So, I feel you know, it's, on the one hand I was reading that, you know, Some of the victims got to tell their stories in this, and I think that's important. Yes. But also, they shouldn't fucking have to in a Mm six-part documentary. We've been known he's fucking nasty, and he's Mm -hmm. gotten away with it for far too long. I don't understand why this is really news, because it's not new. No. Okay. And anybody who's still on the R. Kelly train can drop off the motherfucking earth, because I don't fuck with you.
0: No, yeah. You are a rape supporter, you are a child molester supporter. I don't even care if he likes peeing on people. It's the age Mm -hmm. of these people. And I don't care if the kid's parents gave him the child because of money. That don't make him any better of a person. it
1: doesn't. It really, really doesn't. I don't care if the kid
0: comes to see him in court and, like, knows what he's going to court over years ago. He's still mentally... Mm -hmm. Raping this child and mentally controlling this person—the kid can. Obviously, we've set standards in in the world that we set standards, but we really don't care about. Mm-hmm. And um, that's a, a 14-year-old child can't make marriage decisions. No, cannot make. Mm. And while you say that. You may say that the Virgin Mary was 13 years old when that happened.
1: That's what people will say. People will say, well, they got married that young back in the day. Well, first of all, both of them were that young. Let's start there. And Secondly, second all, we've learned since then. We've grown. And it no, no. We live in a different world, and it's not like they're on some remote fucking farm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> some well, countryside. and while kids
0: con- have continually no. gotten smarter as far as technology and things like mm-hmm. that, The adolescence mind, I think, stays longer in people. Like, I feel that people don't mature. Like, I remember, you know, being a teenager and smoking and drinking, and this was all junior high and marijuana and doing all that stuff and running in the streets and trying to be hard and stealing shit and doing stuff like that. But I don't, I don't, I feel that some kids don't get that until, don't start that until like, later in life now.
1: Yeah. It's true. It's true. We've as far as we've we've come in some ways we've regressed.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like you could be super smart and that's just it, the smarter you get, the more naive you are.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So the smartest kid in the world can be coerced into yeah. doing things they don't necessarily know is wrong. Yeah. Plus He's gonna take care of my family. He's gonna do this for mm-hmm. me. He's gonna make all my family's dreams come true. My family ain't gonna be right. poor anymore. Which is da, 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 da. that's like that's what people are like. Mar- like this martyr shit. That's mm-hmm. like going out there and take you know doing it for your family. That's the worst thing to prey on.
1: And that's part of what makes him such a horrible person. He knows what he's doing, yeah. and he's basically fucking said it. He knows what he's doing. He he realizes this shit is wrong. In fact and that's the other thing that makes me angry about this whole documentary is I'm sure that he's just like, Well, thanks for the free publicity because there are still people who are gonna worship me because they're yeah. stupid. So I feel that I can now calm down, at least that we got that out of the way. In my spirit, I don't know if you have anything else more that you need to add about it, but
0: No, I mean, I'm sorry if anybody's clap back about the man as a child molester. Mm-hmm flat out child molester. If your clapback back is, yeah, but what about remix to ignition? Please. You can go burn in hell, <laughs> and I hope in hell you're regressed to the 14-year-old child and then are anally penetrated by Satan with spears and stakes and knives. That's what I feel for anybody who supports anybody who's a child predator. Yeah. That's the extreme. <laughs> That's the
1: extreme. But listen, I mean, I, I hear you. I hear you. It's just, ugh. Okay. Let's. Shall we move on to something else?
0: Um. Sure. What do you want to talk? What do you want to talk about now?
1: Um. Well.
0: Are we well, keeping black? People I was gonna on say while we're talking bar? about black
1: men, should we should we talk about Kevin Hart?
0: Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I think we have some perspectives on Kevin Hart. <laughs>
1: So this was interesting because i it's funny how things just pop up in YouTube. YouTube knows how to take me down a hole, don't they? They listen to you
0: through your phone. They do, (laughs) I know. But
1: all I wanted to do was watch Jessica Veal do a Dirty Dancing entrance to see if it was going to be any good. And next thing you know, um, they're over here suggesting... uh, It was like Kevin Hart speaks about the first time about the Oscars. And then the follow-up was... Ellen calls the Oscars, and I was like, oh, "Pump all the brakes." Okay, I need to watch this. The first video, like the whole segment, it looks like it was maybe like twelve minutes all together.
0: Right, and it was a pre-recorded re- interview, which she normally doesn't oh, even put out. It was did not put know out that. before the rest of the show, <gasps> so the inter- it was planned.
1: Ooh, okay, I didn't know that piece.
0: Double backstab. Go ahead.
1: Whoa, wow! Well, see, finding out things, and I told because I told Bob, I was like, "I don't want to talk about it before right. we get on the podcast because right. I just want to do real time." I did not know those pieces, so uh-huh. see, kid, Which I'm, she
0: never does.
1: No, she doesn't. Everything is like no. Mm, okay, well, so the so I watched the the two pieces. Like the first piece was like five seven minutes. Okay, did some fast forwarding, and the second piece was like seven minutes because all he did was get out there and I I uh, let's let's pretend that he is innocent and he's evolved. So I'm gonna try and understand his perspective. He came out and basically said. Uh, you know, I was all happy about the Oscars. And then not even 24 hours later, mm-hmm. people are bringing up this stuff from 10 years ago. I've already apologized. I've learned I'm not perfect. I've made mistakes. But then he did that thing that I hate when people do. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. He just kept saying the same thing mm-hmm. that he had already said mm-hmm. with some of the same mm-hmm. words and some of the new words. Mm-hmm. And he did that for like five, six whole That's minutes. That's It's just... And like I was and I kept looking at Ellen and she was just sitting there and I was like any minute now she's gonna break in and be like we get it or you know wh- whatever she just so that that's part of why I didn't know that they had like a pre-record so she had agreed to just sit there and let him ramble in anger for like five six minutes right
0: give him give him a platform but then it, <sighs> also I mean I watched you know I get my news sources they're not news sources <laughs> logo gay news gay news anyway so Logo puts it out early in the morning that there's going to be this interview with Kevin Hart. Oh, okay. The way it's, to me, read is like she's bringing, she's, she, you know, she's Barbara Waltering his ass. Oh. She's bringing him, she's coming to Jesus. That's she's going okay. to like totally get it out there. Like She wants to put it all out <laughs> there. So mm-hmm. to the gay people, it was approached that... St. Ellen right. is going to do this for us. She's going to put it out there, just make sure all homophobes are shut down. Right. And that's not what she did.
1: No, because I would now say that in the second piece of the right. video, still he's starting. Well, no, no. So at the end of the first piece, th- there is like her saying, um, "Well, I do think you should host the Oscars, and I'm going to talk you into it." So then you come into the next segment, right? And now he's just sitting there looking like, what is she going to try and talk me into? Which is part of the game because if they pre recorded all this, mm-hmm. and and even as I'm sitting there watching it, even when I thought maybe it was still part of her live show, I was like, they talk to them before they go on this. So right. the, nothing is new Nothing's under the sun. Mm-hmm. Like, he fucking knows what's coming. But she basically said, yes, you have apologized. I know you really well. You know, I think you absolutely need to host the Oscars. And I called them and they, they're saying, oh, we just would love to have Kevin. And we, you know, the whole thing. Um, And I was just like, OMG, because it's just so weird. It's just not in her usual character of things I've seen. The whole setup was very weird. It made it believe like he was never gonna say yes, but I feel like this was set up for him to say yes. You know what I mean? Like there was just a lot of weird things about it before I even get into my own personal feelings okay. on it. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I just thought the whole thing was and he was still so defensive and so No, these people tried to destroy my character and like you so you saw that part, right? Where he was just like basically
0: I read it you
1: destroy me and blah blah blah.
0: Well the the term is haters. Tact, haters, mm-hmm. which both of them were talking about all the haters, yeah. all the haters, it all did. the haters, all the haters. If someone is pointing out that you're homophobic,
1: mm-hmm.
0: motherfucker, that ain't hate. Right. That's the reverse of it. You're, what you did is hate. The fact that someone can go onto Twitter, which is why Twitter is even made for hashtagging and whatevers, and filter through and find all your shit, because he was saying, you know, the fact that they could find it in such a quick amount of time from 10 years ago, blah, blah, blah. <coughs>
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> Cough break. You got Jesus. all worked up.
0: Um, the fact that anybody could do that on Twitter in such a short period of time, you can literally do it in like five minutes if you want to find anything on Twitter. That's the whole point of it. It's filtered like that. Mm-hmm. And so, bitch, you don't understand the basics of Twitter, number one.
1: <laughs> well, I'm sure he doesn't.
0: No, the platform <laughs> that you're using and bitching about. You don't understand that. <laughs> number two, 10 years ago was not 2010. Math.
1: No, no it's not. Because it's ah. just now
0: nine years. <laughs> and when yes. all this shit started, it was only eight. So... Okay, I didn't know the year on it. They just kept do saying math. ten. Right. So I didn't know. And we, yeah. got, we all know that just because it didn't happen on Twitter doesn't mean it didn't happen in real life. So we know that shit you're talking about on your... your, your Twitter feed is also popping up in your live shows, or do you even do live shows because you turn out ten to fifteen fucking horrible movies with another white person yeah, every I don't think year? Yeah, I've done a
1: live show. Yeah.
0: Well, I hate him permanently mm. beforehand because I don't find him funny. Mm. I find him. Anybody has eyes like that? I don't. I can't. <laughs> it's just the. Eyes. I'm gonna go right into it. Okay. I, don't, I don't like you his can, eyeballs. Okay. His eyeballs say at any point in time, I'm gonna set fire to your house.
1: Um, I didn't get that out of his eyeballs, but I'm going to look again. No, no. At
0: any point in time, his eyeballs say that. Okay. His entire career, his eyeballs say he will catch shit on fire. (laughs) And maybe that he was like a couple of extra, I don't know, chromosomes or something in his head that he's just not right. Mm -hmm. So to me, no thank you short Chris Tucker ever.
1: (laughs) No thank you short Chris Tucker. Wow. Um I have many thoughts on trying to figure out where to begin them. Um, I guess we could start with the the just how overdone he is oh, yeah. as a person. Like let's start there before we dig into the issue. I don't think like people are so Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. But at this point, he is like the Tyler Perry of the comedy world. He just keeps cranking out the same bullshit and he gets loud and he gets obnoxious and it's not even funny anymore. Yeah. It's like this shouting character. And there's something that I hate as a black person, I hate when other black people like their their go-to entertainment style is what I feel I call it like just catering to the white audience, what they yeah. think they want to hear. And it's just over dramatic, loud black person on volume. 1200. You know what I mean? I, I hate that, and I I feel like it sets us back. I'm like, because he didn't start like that. He actually started, he was actually a funny comedian, way back in the day, okay. to me. You know what I mean? Like, he had some funny specials. He kind of would make fun of how short he was. He was kind of like a somewhat clean kind of comic, you know what I mean? And But still funny. And then somewhere along the way, it's like once people started signing checks, he just lost all of his fucking mind. It's the
0: same thing with White female comedians. Mm. There can only be one at the time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: There can only be one black comedian making movies. Chris Tucker. I threw him out there because the Chris Tucker of the 90s. Right, right. <laughs> that was that was what we had. Yeah. We went from Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy started yeah. making family films. Uh-huh. Then we needed somebody else who would get angry quickly and move <laughs> his head in <and> jerking motions <laughs> and shout Chris and Tucker. squeal and make. No- we had to have Chris Tucker. Mm. And then we also needed him to bring in. Asian racism and toss that on top of it because, I know, we'll never yeah. agree on the Rush Hour film fr- franchise, <laughs> but it's just racism <laughs> on top of racism. But anyway, right? Chris Tucker, whatever happened to him. Then we had a dude that I... I'm just forgetting his name. Had a show on Comedy Central. Every white person had to watch it.
1: But he wasn't black. You're talking about Carlos Mencia, right? No,
0: no, 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 no. Um, Dave Chappelle? Yeah, Dave Chappelle. I mean, Dave Chappelle was around. Yeah. But then he had, like, his moment where he was actually, like, not making movies about smoking marijuana.
1: Right. Okay. And
0: so he had legitimacy. legitimacy. He had a show. Everyone loved him. Everybody talked about him. He decided himself to remove himself from the situation. There was a couple other people died. Bernie Mac... (laughs) Other people died. Mm -hmm. Whatever. Then here comes... What's his name again? Kevin Hart.
1: Kevin Hart. (laughs) (laughs) Ah! So... Okay, so now let me do you interview style. Let's talk about this issue. Um, Let's just talk about Kevin Hart aside. Let's talk Mm -hmm. about in general. Let's say somebody says something ridiculous, homophobic, which it's bad. I didn't really do the research. I don't. I didn't see the original. No, you can go ahead,
0: and then I will give the research that I have done in my statement. So
1: let's. Mm -hmm. So if they do, they make that statement, and then truly in their mind. Do an about turn, you're shaking your head no Go right? ahead. <laughs> yeah. Truly do an about turn, uh-huh. apologize, learn from who they were. I know you don't think people can change. Do you think that scenario, just as I've described it, is possible? Let's start there.
0: That scenario is possible. Here's, okay. here's my thing. No, I no. still listen to music that will use fag. I still listen to music that will say queer. I still listen watch movies that has all the above mm-hmm. used in it because it was a different time. Mm-hmm. And I understand. And I li- I love hip-hop music. Mm-hmm. I love old-school hip-hop music. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of schoolie D shit. He called people fags all the time. Like, old-school hip-hop, yeah, it was either the N-word or fag. And at that point, in the 80, early 80s and 90s, they were going to say fag and queer more mm-hmm. than they were going to use the N-word because that really yeah. wasn't where it was. So they used that, those terms to break another man down. Mm -hmm. Not to point out that someone is an actual fag, Mm -hmm. but to use it in a term that is not Good, right. It's <laughs> not good. I was gonna say
1: you're you're sitting here, and just as a comparison, as I'm sitting here thinking about, it, I'm like, oh, I still love this one Feral Munch song, and he calls people pussies. Yeah, them, and then p- pussy's a big thing. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like the break a man down. It's like the worst insult ever yeah. for you to be well, a pussy or to be like a bitch. Or the whatever.
0: worst insult for a man <laughs> is to another man to be a woman.
1: hmm Yeah. And so
0: anyway, that's so the worst can, thing you can do that, is yeah. to do that. Yeah. So all that aside, I still listen to all that, watch all the movies, do all that. Because I feel that those people would have evolved from this point. Right, right. Because in acting, music, whatever, you need fags.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: If the fags don't exist, your makeup don't exist. If the fags don't exist, your stage lighting doesn't exist. <laughs> your your performances aren't there because bitches, we are the behind the scenes people. Anyway, his apology was it's comedy.
1: Oh, that was his apology.
0: His apology is, I'm sorry, it was funny
1: at Uh, the time. okay. See, I didn't know that, but here's why, if I I can just pause uh, your thoughts Mm -hmm. for a second, here's why I don't necessarily forgive him. It's because, um, and, and this is why I wanted to ask you before I even said any of my thoughts, is because the way he is and the buffoonery that he will get into just for checks, I already know he's not um, a genuine individual. right? absolutely not. So anything you say is just so you can continue to to cash checks because you know it's the right thing to say. And I am a thousand percent positive that he still makes those kinds of jokes inside of his circle that he's you know a hundred percent concerned about because he's made comments before about his son possibly having like gay tendencies he has done that in his act before that kind of thing so i absolutely believe that that is you know an issue that he has and that he has not reverted on that so
0: he's not going to i mean that's the thing is like um i guess realistically it's sad to say that this is what i need from people i need from your apology to be followed up with a check and donation too mm-hmm. i think that's where as a society we need to go if you're willing to put some cashola mm-hmm. towards something maybe that's the the most horrible way to think about things but well, at least shows a genuine apology. yeah and i mean you're gen- like anybody's <sighs> i think apologies are like opinions and this is not an opinion <laughs> this is the truth Apologies are like opinions. They're all just different types of shit. Mm. They're not, they don't mean things. I mean, you can tell when someone means an apology. You yeah, absolutely. And you cannot tell when someone means an apology in a Twitter.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't care how many, like part one, part two, part three. I don't <laughs> care if there is 12 parts to it. Right. Your apology doesn't mean shit. Before we jump off this subject that we've actually just tandemly gone on.
1: Right, right. I would
0: like to discuss the white bitch in this problem.
1: Oh, yeah. I knew we weren't letting Ellen off the... No, (laughs) no, 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 no. (laughs)
0: Because while you have the black man taking the checks, doing whatever he can, Mm -hmm. dumbing himself down, making himself into the things that straight white people want him to be. Right, right. You also have the shiny blonde lesbian Mm. doing the same exact thing. Dancing for straight people on television, just making it just a great old time. And I've, kn- I mean, I l- like Ellen DeGeneres back in the day, late 80s, early 90s. She was on this television show. I don't even remember mm. the name of it. It was about rental properties or real estate. It was only on for like a year, but I liked it. I liked her on the show. I like that movie, Mr. Wrong.
1: Yes, uh, yes, I remember that one.
0: I like that movie. And I've, you know, I've occasionally liked Ellen DeGeneres, but. And when she came out and then the show was over and all that stuff, and it was really hard for her. But I feel that she was just at one point like, okay, let's bridge the gap. Let's mm-hmm. make, I'm going to be the lesbian to change the world. Yes. But you're not. Yeah. She already existed. Melissa Etheridge, I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> well, I think the thing is, there's bridging the gap Right, I, I I believe in the the general concept of being able to bridge the gap, right, and bring people over to your side, mm-hmm. um, in a way that doesn't where they can actually receive it and hear you, but then there is, the whitewashing of it, mm-hmm. if you will, and I think that's what you're talking about, right? Is just completely sanitizing it and just figuring out how can I be the safest lesbian there ever was? Yeah, that well, planet? that's the thing
0: is, I think there's mm-hmm. there's definitely terms, the black Community has for black people who Mm -hmm. just do whatever the white man says. Buffoonery. Yes. So I, but I don't feel that (laughs) gay people have the same terms because Mm. you don't. While she's a lesbian, yes, she is has the softest skin and the softest (laughs) eyes and the softest (laughs) hair, and she doesn't come approach. She doesn't approach as a dyke, right? Or as like what? people's mental images Word. of the horrible Im- images of what a lesbian is yeah. like you can't just be a normal person and be a lesbian like we no. all know both of us <laughs> right, right, right. all of us in this room even our dog <laughs> my dog he knows lesbians that look like everybody else
1: <gasps> You don't tell people that's a thing They
0: have long hair even Stop, long nails no. they wear dresses
1: Stop, that's not even allowed. heels Mm-mm, that's makeup.
0: And that's the thing, right? You have Ellen DeGeneres, who is very welcoming, nice, and I don't want to say anything horrible about her personality because she's done a lot for our community. But at the same time, she doesn't make it any better. Mm. And this did not make it better.
1: This this did not make it better. It divided a lot of people. I, with good reason. I'm just I'm just, you know, trying to state the facts. Like if you look after you watch these videos mm-hmm. or hear about it, um, the backlash was immediate. And I think the problem okay, this is a separate thing, but allow me to just try just a sure. second. Cause this is one of my problems is anytime somebody says something anymore. In this world, if somebody says something and you disagree with it, they automatically become a hater. And I feel that we've strayed from the original definition of a hater, of a hater and now we just include anything that we don't like. And that's because nobody, you know what I mean? Like, you never want to hear things that you don't want to hear. A hater was, a, you know, it was originally a lot more, <laughs> a smaller definition. It was like somebody who truly was just like downing you because of your success or because right. you had shit that they didn't have. They were jealous. jealous. They were envious.
0: There was all kinds of words that were behind the term yes. hater. It wasn't and just because pe- I didn't like peanut butter. Yeah. I'm not no, a hater. You're yeah, hater.
1: I'm not going, going out there against say, peanut butter companies. Okay, you're hating and I'm like, you're you're not using your words. You're no. not understanding vocabulary because you. it's not that simple. You don't just get to plaster hater on it and call it a good day and move on. And I feel like that's exactly what they did. <laughs>
0: right. Well, I think it also comes from... The fact that everybody that uses the term haters doesn't realize that no one cares about you.
1: <laughs> also true.
0: Like you're online and you're saying, oh, the haters gonna hate, blah, blah, blah. blah. <laughs> Bitch, nobody was even knew you were alive until you until you posted this. Mm-hmm. We all thought you died 15 years ago. So just shut up. <laughs> we're not haters. Right. We just don't care about you. Right. Most, and that's the complete ugh, difference.
1: Like 97% of the Haters attacked, actually care
0: about mm-hmm. enough to hate about somebody. Yes. If someone doesn't care about you, they're not a hater. I don't know <laughs> what they are. Nope. They're ambivalent. <laughs> I don't know if there's a better term. They just don't care about you, right? Like, but people actually use like pretend that people are hating on mm-hmm. them, and you know, are and against the them.
1: Because we know haters are supposed to be wrong. As soon as you just call somebody a hate, it's like it's like an easy, uh, it's an easy label. It's easy something to throw out and kind of like make yourself look good. Like, oh, oh nope, they're came a up with hater. This a good
0: horror movie. <laughs> Like like how Freddy Krueger and, you know, they call him, he was the boogeyman and like manifested because, you know, if you don't pay attention to him, he doesn't exist kind of thing. We could just, haters. (laughs) They just come out of the wall and start bad mouthing you until you you accidentally drive yourself into a brick wall or something like that.
1: This is amazing.
0: Don't steal my ideas, motherfuckers. Don't be hating on me and taking my success. as a d horror movie director oh, yeah okay
1: so <laughs> Now that we've we've done all of that and you know it is, we're breathing we're breathing we're I calm. love that that was we like a down.
0: hey we can also talk about Kevin Hart and then <laughs> we literally
1: yeah uh, we didn't we went a lot longer than we expected <laughs> to <laughs> it was just but like listen, a side note just us just
0: toss it's, that it's, in toss
1: that it was it was as we were talking about it we're show. like what are some of the news items we want to discuss but uh, now that we have calmed down a little bit listen we've already kept it made it a black show let's just keep it black okay let's talk about RuPaul let's, on the
0: black people on yeah, the black people on the
1: black people but this isn't necessarily like this is not anywhere as strong so this is a good cool down okay Are you saying that because
0: rupaul paints light no,
1: no 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 because we don't have as much anger oh okay, okay we love rupaul in general in general um so this is a nice cool down for everybody we had our little <sighs> hiit workout Ooh. our hit whatever listen i know all the lingo okay <laughs> they did too. Yeah, we should the show. do that. That'd be we, fun, that would it? be fun. We can devote a segment of maybe one of the next shows. Do
0: you yeah. think we can get people in here and suck their dick live?
1: <laughs> I'm sure you could. Anyways, moving around. <laughs> on Some people yeah. are more popular than others. <laughs> Anyways, I'm not jealous. I would like to just talk about RuPaul. Why do I keep telling my truth? Anyways.
0: Right, go for it. <laughs> 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 the truth <laughs> stuff. you free, Kevin Hart. Okay.
1: So... RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars is on once Four. again, thank you. Davis. And, uh, Datus, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so the thing I had said that I wanted to talk about was this whole thing mm-hmm. where you let contestants be in charge of results of reality shows, because oh, yeah. I'm like, it doesn't just have to be a RuPaul, I can make it general if you want. I hate that. I hate it. I hate it when people do it. Like, I, obviously, I hate it, you know, less, because you can tell. Like, it's <clears> my <throat> whole heart of hate is not in it. Right. But um, I just... You can't let contestants be in charge of things, because, first of all, you can't trust people. There's one. Um, you can't trust people whose job it is and to judge these things and who just want to win for themselves and, and their relationships and their friendships get in the way. And, like... um. Spoiler alert if you haven't seen the most recent episode. But I feel like Monique uh, Hart winning the lip sync and then saving Monique. Monique Exchange is a horrible drag queen. You know, I I do hate her. She's horrible. She's not amazing. Her and those stupid-ass sponges that she wears. And that was... Just the same as Manila wanting to save her friend Latrice. Like Monique saved her friend Monet Exchange. Mm -hmm. So let's not pretend that it's different and like, oh, I just did it because Monet has more potential and she's done better. False. False. You know you can beat
0: her at this point in the game. Exactly.
1: So that was my main thing was that I just I, I need shows to stop putting results in any way in the shape shape and form in the the hands of contestants.
0: I felt that you wanted to call out RuPaul and call him a racist.
1: Well, I do feel that he is racist against his own people. And most of the time he picks whoever the white bitch is. Like that's kind of his thing. And I know that your immediate reaction was, so how many non-white people? I don't have them all counted up, but yeah, non-white people have I'm a person, won. and
0: I'm a truthful person. So if you say <laughs> white people win all the time, <laughs> I agree that in life in general, white people win and usually take over. But, but they still
1: have won a majority, a big majority. Give me the numbers then, if you've done all the math. I haven't
0: done all the math. Okay. That's, I'm lazy. But <laughs> here is my defense of RuPaul, dra- RuPaul Drag Race. Okay. RuPaul Charles. I'm not going to call him RuPaul Drag Race (laughs) because I'm not that white. I've been Team RuPaul since the early 90s. Um, So, have you, as a black woman, Mm. ever been the one of two black women in any scenario?
1: (gasps) No, I can't even imagine such a thing. Are you fucking shooting me most of my life? hmm?
0: Okay, so... (laughs) You know how, I don't know. You know how it is. Sometimes alliances form black girl, black girl power. Okay. Mm -hmm. Sometimes.
1: (laughs) And you know where I'm going with (laughs) this. I know where you're going.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You want to be the most popular black girl Mm -hmm. out of the two. Right. So it is a competition, right? And so you're not friends at all because this happens not just with black girls yeah. this also happens with every gay guy that's ever worked at pier one <laughs> and that other gay guy started <laughs> a year and a half after him
1: I can't you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> maybe it's lazy boy furniture gallery i don't know i'm just saying a place where gay <laughs> people work but not a lot of gay people right. work right because right. pier one is horrible if you still shop at pier one i don't what are you what are you people doing anyway so, you as a black woman are working in this field. Yeah. Maybe it's marine biology. Oh, ooh, nice. I nice? know. Like Something like yeah. that. N- never in a million years. There's mm-hmm. maybe three other m- black marine biologists you know of. You met them mm-hmm. at a convention 25 years ago. Oh, right. So, you've been working as a marine biologist in a very small off the coast of Florida <laughs> doing manatee <laughs> research.
1: This is quite the daydream. I- I'm trying to get you there. <laughs> okay.
0: And then, after years of being the only black girl, because then you, you can be yourself right. because all the white people, are
1: they're like, "Thank Whoa. you." <laughs> oh, say <laughs> Chitlins
0: once again. Just do it. hate <laughs> <ain't>
1: your face. <laughs> <laughs> just do
0: it. Do you put butter on? Th- yeah, no, just mm-hmm. all that. Right. So, you're the queen. Uh huh. And then here she comes. Here she comes, Letitia. <laughs> right.
1: Because
0: she also has to have a more ethnic name than you. Right. Because then, obviously, gives her. Leg out, up. leg up. Oh, yeah. Just like in the gay world, where mm-hmm. my name is Bob, mm-hmm. B-A-U-B, to be more gay, queer, and unique. Right. But the other Bob is Robert. <laughs> <laughs> because gay guys like to use their proper first names for whatever reason. Once they graduate high school, they all became Jane, Jim goes, Jimmy goes to James.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Bob goes to Robert. Robert,
1: okay.
0: Mike's to Michael. Uh-huh. That's what happens. I see it. So... Letitia shows up. Maybe she's not been living off the coast of Florida with a manatee group for the last 10 years. So she's a little more hip with the times. Mm-hmm. She's a little more young. Right. You ain't her friend. Because <laughs> you've acclimated. Yeah. Do you see where I'm going with this?
1: I see where you're going with this.
0: Okay, so this is RuPaul. RuPaul lives off the coast. Yeah. And uh, with the manatees. And then here comes the new young Yeah. Letitia's.
1: Of the world. Of the world. And mm.
0: while they, and something inside him says, yes, I want Letitia to be the second black person to win awards for manatee research. Because I want to be the first. Mm -hmm. Because I've already done that. Right. And sure, there can be another black person to do it. But don't I always want to be the only black person to ever win Mm an award?
1: Yeah. And so that's,
0: that's my that's my thought on RuPaul. I'm not psychologically, right? But in my life as a gay person, I have been that gay person who's like, oh no 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 no,
1: mm-hmm.
0: not here. This is my house. <laughs> we don't need more. Just because you're like, oh, we're gonna hire another gay person because you worked out so well, no.
1: <laughs> I hear you, but you know my original argument. <clears throat> putting that aside, you're right. Well, oh, wait.
0: I'm to get this recorded. What did you just say?
1: <laughs> I, I said you were right before. You <laughs> kissed my ass. It's just that when I am actually right, and you never say recorded, the words. So. <laughs> you won't say the fucking words. Oh.
0: So... <laughs> okay, your point.
1: <laughs> yes. Thank you. Oh, I hate him, children. But anyways, my wow. what I was saying was that... What irritates me about it is, because to me it's just so noticeable, there's been lots of times where there has been a more talented person, ooh, I'm going to use your favorite one, person of color. Well, ah, I just twitched and went down, it's amazing. Because um, it doesn't have to be black, you know, I'll root for, you know, the Latina candidate, I will root for, um, have we had, Asian, we have had, because Manila, um, but anyways, so, Raja's is
0: technically South Asian. It's right,
1: right. Up. Also, and I love Raja. She's one of yeah. my favorites, as <laughs> you know. It's just both of our favorites. But, anyways, neither here nor there. But there have been times where there's been a more talented, amazing person, and then at the last minute, it feels like RuPaul flips the script and picks somebody, some white candidate who's not as amazing, and I'm just like over here. It's also because you get emotionally invested into right. a person, right? It's That's like any show. You have your favorites right? that somebody else wins, and you're like, this is fucking horse shit, but I'm not the first person to point out that he does this with like skinny blonde bitches. I'm just going to say that, and I'm done. Okay, I
0: want you to admit on air, on recording... That Asia killed those butterflies.
1: She did. Listen, and, and I told would you. Not, I know I
0: you told, told me, you. but I want you to tell the people. Uh,
1: okay. Yes.
0: Uh, Asia, Asia fucked it up for herself.
1: hair did. She. It was. Oh God. That was just so bad. And you know we were sitting there watching it, and I was like, <gasps> like my whole face fell. I just. You could see I, her
0: losing. You
1: could just. See You could see the loss happening. Like she tried to put these butterflies. For those who don't know, one of the contestants in the finale trying to put live butterflies in her bra, and was apparently supposed to in like a corsage or something. Was apparently supposed to set them free, but they were all dead. And so there's just flopping butterflies on the stage, and everybody's watching in horror. At home, we're watching in horror. You can see the audience there. Watching in horror, it was painful. We're all just waiting for it to end. And I knew right then and there, there's no chance for her to win. She did do that to herself.
0: I do blame white America on that. I feel that if Asia had more uh, entomology friends, (laughs) that she would know better than to crush... (laughs) Crush... (laughs)
1: Because then the other thing she did was she didn't take responsibility for it. She said, well, they told me, you know, I I researched this and I wouldn't do it. And, you know, somebody told me that it would be fine. I think she finally
0: did apologize because people, again, like creatures that live for literally two weeks more Mm. than they like humans. (laughs) (laughs) True. So they wanted her to fail at that point, which... I just, I felt bad for her because like I said, like I have entomology friends and I might have consulted one of them. (laughs) I'm like, hey, I'm getting ready to put these live creatures, (laughs) stuff them in between my plastic breastplate
1: piece, Uh uh
0: boobs by Queens, and that, and then some Lycra. So they're going to be able to breathe and not be, you know, they're insects so they won't crush, right? It's like. (laughs) Maybe if she would have picked cockroaches to fall out, oh they would have been surviving. Uh, I know, but that would have been more shocking. That would've been like uh like hairspray where they make fun of her for having bugs in her hair. Anyway.
1: Anyways. <sighs> that's that's the word on on things. It's just don't let yeah. I don't know. I don't know what a, I don't have a final neat no. concise. Thing. I
0: mean, I think that I've said my piece. I feel that <laughs> RuPaul I think sometimes um, and I, I said this to a friend of mine that it was like that whole. It's like Tyra Banks, and I don't want to compare RuPaul <coughs> Charles to Tyra Banks because I absolutely hate <laughs> Tyra Banks. <laughs> right. But Tyra Banks' whole thing is that sh- she's not gonna let somebody win.
1: Right. Then
0: it might actually show that they're from the streets, because Tyra Banks. Mm-hmm. So she's gonna get up. She has to be able to be the fake. Yeah black girl that she lives in her head mm-hmm. and so she didn't like a lot of black girls to win That's true. but she wants you to think that she wants only black girls to win
1: because
0: mm-hmm. you know what even though she said you know what Naomi Campbell did to her which was you know whatever but it's Naomi Campbell bitch and look at <laughs> Naomi Campbell today she looks like Naomi Campbell from 19 fucking 87. she does do that and you know why because evil doesn't crack <laughs>
1: does it, and, and it lives forever.
0: And you know what? I would pay money to have Naomi Campbell crack a fucking Blackberry across my face.
1: <laughs> Hit me. There you got it, kids. <laughs> you heard it here. <laughs> Are we done? <sighs> We're done. We'll do oh. This was good, though. We'll have to do it when we have another news cycle that we love. I know. More news for Nancy.
0: More news for Nancy. Hey, Nancy, if you're out there and you're not listening to our news program, fuck ya. Y A exclamation mark. Yeah. And remember that to be beautiful and natural
1: is the birthright of every woman. And I wish you all loads and loads of loveliness and good luck.